Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. After trying, you're succeeding, winning, owning. Now, doing that starts with outdoing your limits. Outdo them all with MTN. So, what are we doing today? Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. We're on over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We're on Swiss FM in Ho, Radio Pando in Pando, ATL FM in Cape Coast. We're also on A1 Radio and Dreams FM in Bogatanga. We are live on X Spaces. We're on Facebook. We're on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is proudly sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, a call for an extension of the limited voter registration exercise from some applicants who are expressing frustrations about network challenges, keeping them in queues for days. Whole lot of challenges. Yesterday, I, I didn't go to school because of this. Hey, slow. The process is very slow. I'll take you to some regions for updates on the exercise. Also, EC says perceived political appointment made to the commission has not affected its independence. As they say, calls for some commission members to resign must be directed to the presidency. We are doing our work and so far we don't think that anybody's presence has undermined the quality, the integrity and the transparency of our processes. And we are working well and everything is going very well for us. Also this afternoon, personnel of fire service calls fire that gutted a pipeline discharging LPG at the Tema Oil Refinery. They shouldn't be alarmed at all because the situation has been brought under control and this is not going to impact on what is supposed to go to the market. It's just the discharge that has ended. But for the loading gantry at all, it's still working and product to go out as usual. We're live on the ground for more details. Also in the western region, five persons have died in a mine pit collapse at the Akum Community Mining site in Takwa. But the company says safety measures are being enhanced. And right in front of us, they brought four boys who had died and we thought that would be all. But unfortunately, we had more people were involved. I'll take you to the Akun community shortly. Also proposed criminal offences amendment bill seeks 12 to 25 year jail term for private individuals offering bribes, yet faces delay in Attorney General's office three years after its formulation. I respect Godfrey Yeboadami for bringing this up, but for about three years now, 2021, mm -hmm. up to now, total silence on, on what is happening with the bill. Do we know why? I don't know. 
We also get to hear the commissioner's verdict on President Akufado's fight against corruption. We have sports. Former GFA presidential aspirant urges disqualified George Freye to abandon his presidential ambition. And ahead on the September 30 World Cleanup Day, the Water and Sanitation Ministry is leading the cleaning of this country. Change the way you dump in gutters. Change the way you defecate along our beaches. Let's make Ghana clean. That's coming up in our Clean Ghana campaign. That and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for choosing us. In our very first story for this afternoon, frustration is mounting among some applicants in the limited voter registration exercise with some calling for an extension of the deadline. The process, according to them, has been bedeviled by network challenges, equipment breakdowns and lengthy queues. As participants strive to exercise their democratic right to register as voters, they are forced to sacrifice valuable productive hours. Getting an update from some regions, Let, let's first uh, take you to Pru East, where Nana Yaojima reports that many of those seeking to register have been queuing for days. Many continue to troop to the EC's office at Yeji to get registered in the limited voter registration exercise. Though the exercise started September 12, the number of applicants continues to increase at the center. Here are some applicants who have spent days in the line. For instance, yesterday that I came here in the morning, but when I came, there was a whole lot of challenges that even I myself, I couldn't stand it. And I was also sick. As I'm talking, I'm a student. Yesterday, I, I didn't go to school because of this. But yesterday, I wasn't able to make it. And today, too, same thing. I didn't go to slow. The process is very slow. Poor internet connectivity is also affecting the process. The queue doesn't move as expected. Registration officials have alluded to poor internet connectivity as the reason for the slow pace of work. An option of offline registration is being avoided for fear of double registration. The Buem constituency has many traveling over the Volta Lake for the exercise. Despite the risk involved, it cost at least 150 cities to make the journey to the district capital. Yet some have traveled more than twice. Parliamentary aspirant of the National Democratic Congress, Emmanuel Kwekubwam, speaks about the cost implication on the party. Today we went to a few communities to bring them to the center. Uh, if they don't get registered, we we'll have to take them back and go for them tomorrow. So the same registrant, we are spending so much to transport them from their own homes and comfort to this place. And you have to feed them. Meanwhile, Emmanuel Boam has added his voice to cause for extension of the registration period. Trust me, it is not about the number of this. It is about the number of registrants we can get per specific day. So, for instance, if today we are registering 300, we know that the round rate is that every day we can do 300. But if today we are doing, for instance, we did 40 the first day, and then when we, went, we, switched, off, uh, we switched to the offline mode, we did 216. And today, uh, as of the time the network went off, even with the three teams, we did 111. 
From the Bono East region, where my colleague Nanaya Ojima is reporting, let me take you to the Upper East region. We know that registration in Boko was suspended after the second day when a misunderstanding broke over the location of the registration center. Regional correspondent Albert Sorry uh, joins us on the line with what we are picking up on the Boko situation. Albert, what has changed? Yes, so the situation is that up to now, um, voters in Boko have not been able to um, do the registration because of the fact that that misunderstanding occurred after the second day of registration. As it is now, we do not know when um, they will be given the opportunity. The reason is that one center um, which was added to the already existing registration center um, you know, one of the parties did not agree because of the fact that that center was included to enable people who didn't feel safe going to other places to register, to register there. The EC, together with the police, met with the parties and an agreement was made for that registration to continue. They had needed to put that into a signed agreement, and but one of the parties has not yet signed the paper. And because of that, um, the situation has remained the same mm. and voters in Boko have not been registered since after the second day. And that is the situation at the moment. Okay, so that's my colleague Albert Sorry there giving us updates on the Boko situation. We'll be finding out from the Electoral Commission on this um, Boko situation as well. But let me take you to the northern region now. And joining us is learning that some centres earlier experienced network challenges delaying the process. Here are some participants and observers. We come here to do voter ID card. And when, the way they are doing it, it is not good. Some people are there. If, if they come, they will just bring their children direct and they will do it and go on. Some of us, this is our kids, bodies, and we have no idea. It's today that we are, we are, we are getting closer. We are two constituencies combined, Tamalin North and there's another constituency. And when you look at the numbers, it keeps increasing every day. And that tells us that it means that more people are yet to come, but the machines cannot take care of them. The machines are only three. And it's even through our agitation that the machines have to be added. And so we are only appealing to the EC boss to add us some machines so that they can fast track the process. Uh, back on the first day, the exercise has been going on smoothly. Today we had some challenges concerning the minors and afterwards the exercise has been going on smoothly. Let me take you now to the Volta region where my colleague Ivy Setoji has an update on the process. But first, let me bring in a Deputy Commissioner of the Electoral Commission, Dr. Boswan Asari, joining us. We are grateful for your time here on the Midday News. Sir. So we've been looking at the situation across the country. Well, there are calls for extension of the deadline, for instance, due to network challenges amongst others. Is that an option that the EC is considering? Oh, currently, uh, let me afternoon to you and good afternoon to your listeners. Currently, that's not an option that EC is considering because as we indicated yesterday and uh, some few days ago, the Electoral Commission made it very clear that we're going to increase the number of equipment in a number of our offices. And we did that and we've been able to contain the numbers. So as we speak now, we are on track to register all those who are available by the deadline of 2nd October. Now, the, the key thing also is about um, the registration in Boko. It was suspended after the second day. Well, we'll talk about the other issues, though. But really, what's the situation when it comes to Boko? Because it looks like they are not participating in this exercise. Yeah, the Boko issue, as you rightly pointed out, it came up very, very strongly. Uh, the commission did its very best to be able to bring the two parties, the two main political parties and the others together, to be able to ensure a very smooth registration exercise. 
uh, our regional director, our district officer in Boko, all of them did their very best. And as we speak now, we haven't gotten the green light or the permission from them to indicate that the two parties and the other parties have agreed. So as we speak now, there is no registration ongoing in the Boko municipality. Then what happens? Because uh, the people ought to also exercise their civic responsibility. What then happens to them? Yeah, the, the commission recognizes the uh, fundamental nature of the right to register and certainly vote as, as a voter. But we also recognize that uh, the right to life is also very, very important. Our officers in Boko, these are people uh, from several parts of our country who have been posted there to do their work. And once we've got the indication that uh, their life will be in danger if they should go ahead with the registration exercise, the commission decided to uh, put the registration on, on, on hold. So, so as I indicated earlier, if we get the permission, the green light from the two parties that uh, they've come to an agreement and that there is consensus that the registration should go on, the commission is fully ready. But based on the information, the intelligence we have from our regional director and other personnel in the region, it is not appropriate for us to continue with the registration in the Boko municipality. So no alternative arrangements will be made for the people of Boko? Currently, there is no alternative arrangement being made. The commission is not considering any alternative arrangements. Mm. Well, yesterday also at the press conference, you raised issues about the two main political parties, at least the political parties um, taking advantage of the Garanta system and busting minors amongst others. We've heard from the two main political parties all dismissing this particular allegation because you did not put out any evidence to support it. Oh, Amava, you, I don't, you were not there yesterday, but you've, you've seen the footage, uh, the footage, uh, some of the pictures and the footages we showed yesterday. Clearly, we provided evidence, and these are things in the, in the days to come, the commission will uh, certainly address. And, and you, we, we all live in this country, so I don't think this is something the parties, the parties uh, have been doing. It may not be something which has been legislated by the parties, but clearly, we know this is one of the major challenges in our democracy. Mm. So overall, you say that the Electoral Commission is satisfied with the exercise that you've done so far? Yeah, so far, so far. You know, yesterday we, we gave out a figure of 673,000. And as we speak now, I think the number has, has crossed uh, 700,000. So uh, we are very happy with the process, how people have participated. And we are only hoping that all these people will take part in the district assembly election. We are very much hoping that they will take part. Thank you for your company uh, this afternoon. That's Dr. Bosman Asari. I'll take you to my home region, uh, Volta region, where Ivy Setoji has an update on the process. Ivy, what can you report? For now, the, the process has been smooth, uh, except the occasional um, uh, issues with the machines and all that, but the process has been smooth. Uh, some of the concerns the, some of the residents are raising is about people in the hinterlands who are not able to uh, register. So they want uh, the authority to do something about it. And we see a lot of party people uh, from the two political parties, especially, uh, taking advantage of the issue to come to take people's numbers and then probably do some kind of campaign uh, on silent. Uh, but after everything, everything is uh, smooth. 
That's my colleague Ivy Setoji reporting from the Volta region. We'll stay a while longer on electoral related matters. And the commission says the appointment of perceived politically biased persons to the commission has not affected its independence in any way. We know President Okofado appointed Dr. Peter Piahene and Salima Tijani as members of the commission. However, there have been calls for these two to resign because of the affiliation to the governing NPP. We can hear from the Director of Programs and Advocacy at CDD, uh, Dr. Kujopumpunye Santi, reiterating the demand of civil society and some political parties. The appeal for, for them to resign, yes, I think that appeal remains because, I, I, I mean, how, how do you resolve this matter? Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Do we, if we keep quiet and say, oh, okay, yes, uh, you can appoint somebody who is obviously, you know, an active partisan person onto the Electoral Commission. The person who, even if you are not an active party person or you're not a party person, because that person is there, they taint the Electoral Commission. If we allow that to first, we don't usually allow it to open and make it a precedent. Well, responding to the questions about these demands, Deputy EC Chairperson Dr. Bosman Asari argued that the appointments have not in any way compromised the EC's independence. He however asked that such calls must be directed at the presidency who made at the appointments. CSOs calling on the EC, is this some appointment of commission members? Please, the, the Electoral Commission, those who are working as directors, officers, they, they were appointed by the commission under the leadership of the chair. Commission members are not appointed by us. The chair didn't appoint them. So please, if you have any concern about the appointment, I think that where the people who appointed them will be the best person. But for we electoral committee, we are doing our work. And so far, we don't think that anybody's presence has undermined the quality, the integrity, and the transparency of our processes. And we are working well, and everything is going very well for us. That's Dr. Bosman Asari once again. This is the Midday News, live on Joy 99.7 FM. Let me take you to Tema now, where managers of the oil refinery there says no damage has been recorded yet after fire gutted a pipeline at the facility earlier today. The pipeline, we're told, discharges all liquefied petroleum gas, that's LPG, which comes into the port. A visit by Joy News to the site saw firefighters trying to bring the situation under control. My colleague Carlos Caloni is on the grounds for us and joins us live um, so, Carlos, what's the situation now as we speak? All right, MFR, so um, there were about five uh, fire tenders when we arrived, and a number of firefighters, as well as officials from the Quantum Oil Company, Thermal Oil Refinery, and the Thermal Municipal Assembly. Uh, indeed, when we arrived, the fire had already been dialed, and officials here uh, say they discovered that the pipeline connected to the booster station uh, actually suffered damage and was leaking gas, which led to the fire. But that's under investigation now. Uh, but as we speak now, the situation has been brought under control. Well, you've also been speaking to the head of uh, public affairs there, Matilda Tor. What more did she say? Indeed, according to the PRO, uh, this particular incident won't have any impact at all on the operations of the summer oil refinery and that the cause of the fire is being investigated. So we can take a listen to what she has been saying. 
There's not been any damage recorded at the moment. We are waiting for the investigations to commence and to also complete for us to know if there's been any potential damage to the line. How critical are these lines to the operations of thermal oil refinery? Every import that comes to the harbor, this is the line used to discharge it. So though this belongs to Quantum, Tor has access to it as well. How is this going to impact operations of uh, Tor? For now, it wouldn't because we had almost completed the discharge from the vessel. So the only thing we did was to isolate the line so that the pressure buildup does not continue or increases. So the situation is under control. And this is not going to impact on what is supposed to go to the market. The product will go out as usual. That's the head of public affairs at the Tema Oil Refinery, Matilda Frimpade. I'll take you to the western region now where five persons have been confirmed dead in a mine collapse at the Akun community, a mining scheme of the Takwa Community Mining Program. Bodies of the deceased have been removed and deposited at the Takwa Morgue. Well, this incident eluded mainstream media. Uh, it happened last week or so, and uh, well, the details of it, that accident has been a bit scanty. But my colleague, Joy News uh, correspondent Samuel Kojo Brace, has been there. He's been following up on it and has more. The Akun Community Mining is a major part of the Taco Community Mining Program commissioned by the President in 2021. Data available indicates that 4,887 persons work directly in the mine. On September 13, there was a major accident. Dan, not his real name, is a miner at the Abasa side of the Akun community mining where the accident happened. We got to work but felt the atmosphere had changed. No one could say anything, so we hanged around for a while. It was then that one of our people came to hint us of the extent of accident that has happened underground. And right in front of us, they brought four boys who had died and we thought that would be all. But unfortunately, we heard more people were involved. He alleges that those who died in the accident are more than have been declared. What collapsed is serious. Someone had sent a gang of 15 who were going to bring their load to the surface. But those people cannot be accounted for after the incident. So none of the people who had gone there to bring their loads and their items survived, meaning there could be more people underground. That's the situation in the Akun community. Time for a quick breather. We've also been talking about um, a call for extension of the limited voter registration exercise for some applicants. We've been hearing from the EC, which says that's not an option on the table. We're live here on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra, on Love 99.5 FM in Kumase. The midday news is sponsored by Petrosol. Your clean fall in full quantity. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Duro Plus goes, water. Water flows will return with sport and then also proposed criminal offenses amendment bill seeks 12 to 25 year jail term for private individuals offering bribes yet faces delay in attorney general's office three years after its formulation i respect Godfrey your dummy for bringing this up but for about three years now 2021 mm -hmm. up to now total silence on, on what is happening with the bill do we know why i don't know We'll get to hear the Commissioner on Human Rights and Administrative Justice verdict also on President Akufuado's fight against corruption. And in our Clean Ghana campaign ahead of 30th September World Cleanup Day, the Water and Sanitation Ministry is leading the cleaning of the country. Change the way you dump in gutters. Change the way you defecate along our beaches. Chale, let's make Ghana clean.
budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> Petrosol, clean fuel in full quantity. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both, in no chop. When you vanish for your area for two weeks, uh-huh. you not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes, water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Masi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water pepper, pepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotok. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Mubarak, what do we have? Yep, MFN, our former Ghana FA presidential aspirant Neil Armstrong Mortarby has advised George Freer to discontinue his quest to contest for the presidency in the upcoming elections. Now, George, who has been disqualified by the elections committee from vying for the position following his failure to provide the required number of signatures to support his candidacy, has gone to the court of arbitration for sports to seek redress. The former vice president of the FA he feels aggrieved and wants cars to overturn the ruling and reinstate him in contention for the seat. Now, Neil, who also found himself in a similar situation over a decade ago, wants George to back down as his chances of winning are slim. To go. You know why? You'd have I mean, told him that? I, yeah, I'd have told him that. And I'll, I'll have to, told to him. back down and let Kurt go? Yes, I would. Because that, when I stood, the people were quietly goading me on, but deep in, as they knew that they weren't going to support me. I and you see that as what is happening with George? No, you, now, look at the number of endorsements that we have seen. Are we to disbelieve the lives of Dr. Nyautamaklo? Are we to disbelieve the lives of Amaka Matefio? Moses Amapaka? And some of these persons, in the last election, 2019, everybody in our football space knows where some of them stood in terms of who they were backing. Yet, these persons have come forward and said, we are not saying that our football is perfect, by no means. There's so much more work to do. But given the signals that we've seen of these four years of Mr. Kurt Edwin Simeon Ukraku, we think he's laying a good foundation. Well, there'll be more on game plan at 1.15 p.m. We can't wait for that, can we? Now, private individuals found guilty of offering bribes to compromise public officials could be jailed between 12 and 25 years without the option of a fine. Well, that's the new addition to the Criminal Offences Amendment Bill currently sitting at the office of the Attorney General. The move, according to proponent of the bill, is to deal with private sector corruption. But three years after its formulation, the bill has yet to be laid in Parliament. Commissioner of Strat, Joseph Wittal, is unhappy happy government is for dragging on this document is that when you are in the private sector as a private sector entity either as a worker a, a, you know a contractor or an official who works in the private sector in the in the economy in commerce in in administration you should be able to be 
held accountable in respect of what you do in the private sector. And don't forget, the intended punishments are very punitive. Oh, they are harsher than previous ones? They are really, really harsher because there is no option of a fine. You have 12 years minimum imprisonment if you are convicted of that offense. And is it only for public officers? 25 for public officers. So we don't have that. This is a novelty. So that the private sector will know that, look, if you joke with trying to bribe people, uh, give money to influence contracts of government officials and others, this is what will await you. That's why I am pushing for Even if you are a government official? If you are not. If you are in the private sector, you are a contractor. You so are, you are basically saying that yes. you can go to jail for 12 to 15, 25 years? Yes. If Minimum without an option of a fine. Well, we'll get to hear Joseph Wetau on the anti-corruption fight uh, under President Okofado. But we've been checking on this particular bill and why it's not uh, been laid in Parliament. Elton Brube uh, joins me in studio. Elton, what have we been able to pick up from the Attorney General's office? So what we know, MFA, is that the Attorney General's office has two very important bills that they've put before Cabinet. The amendment to the Criminal Offences Bill and, of course, the conduct of public officers okay. according to the attorney general they've put these matters before cabinet and the expectation is that when parliament resume in october they're going to take it to the parliament for parliament to consider it so it is ready for parliamentary consideration okay thank you very much elton for that update we can hear uh, from joseph Votel on his verdict on the anti-corruption fight under president Okofado. yeah from my perspective when it, it's about the institutions the anti-corruption institutions He's giving us money. He's doing it consistently. And I think that is also the way of fighting corruption. But he can do more. That's Joseph Wittel there. Now, after missing your numerous business trips and holidays in South Africa due to the refusal of the South African High Commission to grant them visas, some Ghanaians have expressed their frustration and anger over what they describe as unfair treatment. Uh, we can hear from Dr. Dana Sariche, CEO of Isoko Ghana, is one of the victims and he shares his experience with joining us. So I applied for the visa back in July, uh, July 5th to precise. And I didn't hear anything from them. When I wasn't hearing from them, I actually wrote several emails. Some of those emails took like three or four days before anybody responded. Uh, once the response came, the information was that they are still working on it. And this was somewhere back in July. So I've been trying to, uh, most of the trips I had to go, I had to cancel all those trips in August and September to cancel those trips. But that was all the way back in July. I could not, I could not have gone. I couldn't go. And beyond, I couldn't do any other trips after that because I was tending to go to the state on, in August and then somewhere in Europe in, in September. All those trips I couldn't go because of. Well, um, the South African High Commission uh, in a statement on Thursday has announced that passports that have been uh, there more than three months that the commission um, could be collected at the VFS and global offices. Uh, quick question, there's more in that uh, statement. Yes, they say that the High Commission of the Republic of South Africa has added Ghanaian nationals to the list of countries that cannot apply for visa online to South Africa without visiting the High Commission. It should be noted that the normal requirements such as passport details, 
letter of invitation, among others, will be verified on arrival at the point of entry. And also that the VFS Global Office will call the applicants whose passports have been at the High Commission for longer period. Okay, thank you very much, Kweku. And tomorrow, September 30, will be observed as World Cleanup Day. And here in Ghana, the Water and Sanitation Ministry is leading the cleaning of the entire country. Sector Minister Frida Prempe says the assemblies will lead the project and announce a new strategy. Listen. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.